Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 133 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now, the best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Edmonton owned and operated 48 plus years. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Last night, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Something that would have seemed like a pipe dream back in the uh, 1970s and early 1980s. Their first star player was Dennis Marouk. And the Washington Capitals alum, who uh, co-authored a book with our friend Ken Reed, Dennis Marouk, The Unforgettable Story of Hockey's Forgotten 60-Goal Man, the Washington Capitals alum, Dennis Marouk, joins us right now on Oilers Now. Dennis, thank you for joining our show again. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good afternoon. Yeah, now let me tell you this. Even though you're several years, several decades now removed from the Capitals, uh, you know, where, did you find yourself cheering for the team every step of the way through the playoffs? I've always cheered cheer for Washington. There's no doubt about it. They, uh, you know, the, the, the toughest thing for them to get by was Pittsburgh in the last, what, uh, nine or ten, uh, last ten uh, outings they had with Pittsburgh. They they lost. They won one of them. So that was the big step, I think, was getting by Pittsburgh. The, the Pittsburgh was a strong team, and, and Washington just got good goaltending and got the right goals, and, and they hung on to beat uh, beat Pittsburgh. And I've always said that whoever wins that series is going to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, in the last three years, I've been true to my word. So there you go. Yeah, I think you got a, a role in life as an analyst. Does it seem a little surreal when you think of when you played for the Capitals when you went there? They were, I mean, they were an expansion team uh, in the mid seventies. You had one of the worst records in NHL history, and they were kind of a laughing stock when uh, when you got there. They got a little bit better during your time there, but it's kind of surreal to think that you know they're Stanley Cup champions today. Well, you know, I I look back at those years. Uh, we even had. Uh, during that time uh, when Abe Poland was the owner, save the Caps campaign. And uh, if that didn't work, there wouldn't have been a team there in Washington, but it survived and we had more support, more people got uh, season tickets and then it just continued on. Of course, you know, I had a lot of help those, those good years I had with my wingers and Brian Murray, the coach, who played me a lot. I was able to do it, what I do best and that's uh, you know, score and, and uh, make some plays and stuff like that, but you know, for what's gone on and, you know, over the years, uh, you know, with the draft picks and the, the, the trades they made, that, that one trade that started when Ryan Walt, we traded Ryan Walton and Rick Green to Montreal for uh, Rod Langway, Brian Ingram, Doug Jarvis, and Craig Lachlan. 
I started to change the success of the Capitals, gave us some uh, solid players, uh, defense and uh, checkers up front, and then we had some goal scores. So then, and then the draft picked, of course, with Ovi on what was it, 2005. Yeah. And uh, you look at uh, what he's done, and and they they've molded the team. They've got players around him, and uh, over the last few years, and it's just you could see something coming. Something's going to change. It's just a matter of getting by Pittsburgh, and then and they did, and and there you go, and they won the Stanley Cup. So yeah, I, I feel I'm very happy for them. Real happy for the fans. As you said earlier, that one year I think they they only won seven games in '74, '75. Uh, thank God I wasn't there. I was still in junior. I came the next year, but um, you know that the fans deserve this. Uh, Ted Leonsis has done a great job putting, uh, getting the right players and putting the team in there, and and of course with Barry Trotz, the coach, and Brian McCullough, GM. You know they're they they've just put a, a, a wonderful team together, and it was just just goes to show how how strong they were in this series. Dennis Marouk joins us. Uh, he played parts of five seasons in Washington. He had a 50-60 and 60 goal season, 136-point season as well. Uh, retired with 878 points in 888 career NHL games. You're one of the kind of unheralded star players. <laughs> Washington was a team that wasn't on the radar screen in the NHL when you played there. Did Alexander Ovechkin change that over the course of the last 15 years, given that he is undeniably, you know, uh, I think now we say, in my mind, Dennis, there's three superstars in the NHL. There's Ovechkin, there's Crosby, and now there's Connor McDavid. And I mean superstars. There's lots of stars. But because Ovechkin has been so good for so long, and is, in spite of the fact that the team wouldn't in the cup, does that put Washington in a different place now, maybe, than when you were there in the mid-'80s? Oh, most definitely. And they put you put that team right into a you know, contending team every year. I, I think that uh, if, they, if they keep playing the way they are and keep uh, you know, building, they're going to be there. I mean, they've been there over the last, you know, five, six years. They won the President's Cup, but they just, you know, you know, they just haven't been able to get that uh, get by Pittsburgh. And so, and, and, and now they have. So now you got to put them in that elite category. They want to stand a cup. Teams that want to stand a cup got to be classified in there. Now, can they continue on? Can, uh, you know, can they continue on doing that? I believe they can. Uh, I think Kobe's, you know, he's played a lot. He's had a lot of years. The game's changed a little bit more. He doesn't have to be as physical as he is. He can create, he can still go out and score his goals and all that. But you got to have a sporting cast. Even when the Oilers won all the Stanley Cups, you had to have those third and fourth line guys uh, scoring goals and making plays. And that's exactly what happened in uh, Washington in, in, these, in the, the last two series against Tampa and uh, with Vegas. That you got guys that they didn't really count on to score goals for them. I think the one fellow, Pelly, there, he had seven goals in the regular season and he had seven goals in the playoffs. So uh, there, there, that's, a, that's a, a situation right there. So that, that's what you need. You need a whole team effort. But with OB and, uh, and with Crosby, they're two great players. I, I call OB the, uh, the uh, entertainer and, uh, and Crosby the, uh, the ambassador. You know, that's just always two different styles. But you got to have that in the game. And then you got then you got the young lad McDavid who's uh, so fast and so talented, you know. And, and Edmonton just got to build a team around around that guy. They got to get some more speed and players that can uh, do the things he can do. We're joined right now by Dennis Maruku back in 1985-86. 
won me a hockey playoff pool, and he only played one series. You had 13 points in five games for the Minnesota North Stars that year, and you won me the draft. So you were my last pick, eighth round, and I won the primetime uh, bear, which was a magazine put out by the parent company that owns uh, uh, this group right now. But uh, anyhow, long story short, so there you are. You're, you're a Washington Capitals alumni player. Did you have some admiration for what Vegas, though, was able to achieve? Because you you, you know, you, you came in with, a, I mean, when you, you mentioned those Washington Capitals in 74, right. 75, your team in London might have been better than Washington at that time. <laughs> we would not go that far. Okay, but no. You know, you look at what uh, what what Vegas did, and and uh, you know, you know they got a good coach. Uh, Mr. Galan is a great players coach. Uh, I think that was a perfect decision to hire him. And then uh, you know they got a lot of those players, uh, not too many name players. And and you look at those players, you know James Neal, and and uh, nobody really wanted Carlson. And then you got Flurry and Net. And then the rest of the guys are players that were either on the American League team or, or fourth-line players on the other teams and, and didn't really get a chance to play. So this was their opportunity to shine uh, in the NHL to show the, the other teams that let them go that they wanted to stay, they wanted to play, and they can play in the NHL. And, and they had a great leader uh, uh, letting them go out in the ice and do their things, and, and they did. And they, they, they blended together, and they were a fast team. Um, they didn't score a lot of goals, but Carlson had 43. But they were uh, they had great goaltending, and they were in, in every game. They had a great start, and they just kept kept continuing going on. So, is it a great story? Yeah, I think even if they would have won, it would have been a great story. But it, it really looks uh, looks good on Washington. I think it's better for the NHL that that the Capitals did win. All right, million dollar question for you. Okay. You were the toast of Washington in the early 80s. You even dined with, uh, was it Ronald Reagan that you dined with at one time? Yeah, and yeah, that was the All-Star game, yes, in 82, yes. So speaking of presidents, uh, Donald Trump is a polarizing figure, to say the least. And by the way, uh, I believe he's at the at, 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 at an event. How much sit. time we got? How much time? We <laughs> what, what do you think's going on across the divide? Well, you know where Devontae Smith Pelly comes down on this issue. I know, I know, I know. But you know, hockey players. You know, do you respect the presidency and not necessarily? You know what I mean? Like, there's Canadians. I mean, three of the best players on the Capitals are Russian players, Alexander Ovechkin. Is got a relationship to Vladimir Putin. What do you invi- what do you think the guys I know it's the last of their concerns, but are I mean they're Washington's team, first championship team in Washington in a quarter century. You know that this would be a big thing for Trump if they all showed up. Well, most most definitely. And I, I believe I know everybody's gonna have their opinion and you gotta respect your country. You gotta respect your flag and and I'm I'm a firm believer of that, and and I think that you know for for if players do not show up, uh, no matter who's president, no matter uh, Trump or somebody else, I think it's very I think it's very it'd be a sad thing. I think there happened uh, one of the goalies uh, didn't show up. Uh, Tim Thomas. The, yeah, Timmy Thomas had something for uh, with got, Obama, right? Yeah, right, exactly. And everybody's got their own opinion and. And but I still believe that you got to respect. Uh, you know, it's it's one day, it's one honor, and it, it it's you know it just goes right on with the title. You win the Stanley Cup, you're being you're being honored, you're being praised, and all that. And I believe everybody should be there. 
All right, Dennis, uh, again, the book, Dennis Marouk, The Unforgettable Story of Hockey's for, uh, Forgotten 60 Goal Man. It deals with some various, uh, some very serious matters in life. Uh, you had a, a, a very interesting uh, post-career, <laughs> or two, or three. We appreciate the time, as always, Dennis. Stay true, my man. Hope you're doing well, okay? I'm doing well. Great, thanks for having me on the show, and uh, well, hopefully the Oilers will be a bit lot better next year, too. Uh, that's what we're hoping. Thanks for your time. That is Dennis Marouk, and he was uh, he was a star, and, and there used to be hockey cards, and they have like the top goal scorers and league top point getters, and he had the styling, uh, early 80s stash. I mean, this was when Tom Selleck was uh, king back in the day as well, right? So a lot of guys had the uh, the early 80s mustaches going. They had a very specific, I believe the, the term porn stash was used in the late 80s to uh, describe uh, said look, uh, but uh, he was a heck of a, a, a goal scorer, competitive player, had a little bit of bite in his game as well. 145 in Edmonton, we have not done NHL Today, brought to you by our friends from Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. That's coming up after the break, and then i got a ton of text to get to as well. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. All right, 148 in Edmonton. Portions of Oilers Now brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you received two times air miles, reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor Coverings. World Floor Coverings, they know a lot about hockey. They know a lot about flooring. Very quickly, uh, we're going to take a call from a guy with a great name, Bob, on line one. Bob, you're on Oilers Now. What's up? Hey, Bob. How are you today? Good. Good. Hey, seeing as we're talking about Washington... Uh, they came in with Vancouver, I believe, the expansion. I don't have a Google in front of me. They, no, no, they did not come in with Vancouver. Oh. Buffalo came in with Vancouver in 1970-71. Remember, Jill Perot, Vancouver lost that, and uh, Jill Perot went number one at Buffalo, and Jill Perot uh, was a super. Uh, a, a, I'd say he was a superstar player. Oh, and, sure. and Dale Talon went number two to Vancouver. Uh, Washington came in in 74-75 with the Kansas City Scouts. Yeah, and Washington wasn't their first pick, Greg Jolly. It was Greg Jolly. He was a stud I think, for I the Regina Pats. He was a, he, it was, I, I knew a cousin of his, and we were all just thrilled when that happened. But he didn't pan out real no, well, did he? No, he was uh, a, a big uh, defenseman in the WHL. Pretty good puck mover. Regina had some really good teams back then in the early 70s, but it just didn't work out for him. Okay. Just wanted to uh, quiz you on that. Thanks, Bob. Have a good show. Yep. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bob. Uh where do we start here? Let's do let's do this. Uh, we we have not done NHL today. You got my music ready to go here because you're going to do it, Brendan. NHL today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, here's the euphoric, and he's been up all night, pounding rock stars all day. What was the movie with that British actor, that the bald guy that uh, he drank about six or seven Red Bulls to keep himself alive because he <laughs> was no on idea. the adrenaline rush? Not sure. In real, he's like in, you know he's the tough. Does this, he's like the chauffeur or something like that. 
You know what I'm talking about. Somebody will text the show. Yeah. All right. What do you got for us? I don't think I can handle six rock stars, though, Bob. That's a little too much for me. I, I've done four in one day. Four? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, um... The Stanley Cup odds for next season are out, Bob. Uh, the Capitals, the defending champions, will start there. They're 14 to 1. Just behind them, the Oilers at 18 to 1. The Flames, 28 to 1. At the top, Tampa Bay, the favorite, Bob, at 9 to 1. Should they be the favorite? I thought they were going to. I thought them or Nashville were going to win this year. Shows you what I know. Well, this is interesting. Boston, Toronto, Vegas, and Winnipeg all at 10 to 1. So Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto, 9 to 1, 10 to 1, and 10 to 1. Are those three teams not in the same division? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's not doing the math there. This is, uh, this is from Odd Shark, right? Yeah, this is Odd Shark. I believe Bovada had the exact same uh, odds as well. Okay. The Pens, 11 to 1, by the way. Uh, according to Russian news outlet R Sport, Val Nachushkin has signed a two-year deal to return to the Stars, which will become official on July 1st. I wonder if that means that Antoine Roussel will be made available in free agency. Texas Stars last night beat the visiting uh, Marlies by a score of 3-2 to tie the best of seven Calder Cup final. 2-2. Guess who had two more goals for Texas last night? Curtis McKenzie. Yeah, that's about guess. You were yeah. talking about him the other day. Yeah, I, I would have time for Curtis. I mean, I, I don't think the owner is going to be able to afford Derek Ryan, uh, but I do. They're going to need, you know, is Curtis McKenzie better player than Ilro Pakarinen? I would argue that he's probably a comparable player. He does all the other things other than he's just a, not super fast, but he's a highly competitive player. And on a one-way deal, can you get him at 700, 750k? Probably. He's having a heck of an AHL playoff. You uh, dug up some numbers on Andrew Shaw for me. By the way, the movie was called Crank Bob, and Crank. Uh, the actor you're talking about was Jason Statham, who was I, I was actually thinking how about could him you in not my head. Think, how could you, of all guys, your generation, not know Jason Statham? <laughs> well, I haven't seen the movie, that's why. You've not seen Crank? But yeah, I do know Jason Statham. But yeah, Andrew Shaw is making uh, 3.9 mil for the next four seasons. Okay, you know what? Uh, we got, we got uh, look, look, look at how many people educated us on Jason Statham. There we go. Uh, the Transporter, I, as well as Crank, and Crank was the movie where he was cranking out the... Uh, the uh, the Red Bulls. All right, here we go. Strong product placement in that movie, as I recall. To this day in Oilers history. <laughs> I remember this day. This day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Looking at going on a river cruise for Europe in 2018, New West Travel's got some great rates on these fabulous cruises. June 8th, 2013. Brendan, what were you doing on June 8th, 2013? No idea. <laughs> I don't know. I got a phone call that morning. We're making a change, Bob. Prep yourself. It was a Saturday morning. The Oilers announced that Ralph Kruger had been fired as head coach over Skype, as I recall. But Kruger was back in Europe already. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, they've got great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446. Or online at newestravel.com. You can't woulda, coulda, shoulda, but I wonder if Craig McTavish, who was the GM at that time, if he just waited a year and waited, an, like if he'd waited a year and then hired Dallas Akins after two years of Ralph, would it have been more successful? Woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm telling you right now, because that move was made, Edmonton ended up getting Dry Settle and McDavid. Okay? Because they did. Because that was, I honestly believe that Kruger had tapped into some of the younger guys on the team. I'm not convinced the team would have finished the 13-14 season with a third overall pick in the 14 draft. Or the 14-15 season, again, they, I think they finished 28th. 
ended up winning the lottery for McDavid. So things you, you can look back at it. But Ralph Kruger, uh, Southampton did not get relegated. Uh, so he's the president of Southampton FC or the chairman of Southampton FC. Last I heard, he's still chairman, and they did not get relegated. They did get sold. A Swiss woman owned the team and uh, sold it, but uh, Ralph is still in that role. Uh, you know what I remember about that day, Brendan? The Juve, Ian Herbers, and Stan Marple were recruiting Justin Fazer. And so I'd agreed to go uh, meet them over at Earl's on campus and showed up in a suit. And Ian and Stan are like, why are you on a... And it was like 28 or 29 degrees on a Saturday. And I'm like, well, I have an event that I have to attend later in the day. And that event was Craig McTavish hosting a press conference at the Oilers office over in Kingsway Avenue explaining uh, why he fired Ralph. And he did not verify at that time that Dallas Akins was going to be the head coach. But I remember uh, I remember Matty's opening statement, this is not fair to Ralph. So, interestingly, uh, I wonder if at some point Ralph returns in, in hockey circles. You often wear a suit, though, to the office, and I'm always wondering what you're up to, Bob. Yeah, just keep that quiet. <laughs> it happens once in a while. You know, I don't just come into the studio here, you know. You got that figured out yet? Yeah. What, what are you going to do this weekend? Well, there's no hockey, right? Um, I'll be golfing, playing some softball. I'm okay. a big softball player now, so. Are you? I've been playing quite a bit lately. It's a lot of fun. Hey, oh, okay. Well, that's what washed-up jocks do. They go, <laughs> exactly. play soft, they go play softball. Well, golf. If, okay. if the weather holds that, up, you know what? That's weekend, what washed-up so jocks do, too. They play golf and they play softball. Have you watching uh, the uh, Belmont tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, reminder, uh, live racing down at Northlands Park. Saturdays and uh, Stoffer Inspector every Tuesdays on orders now for Horse Racing Alberta. What's Reed Wilkins got an inside sports night? Uh, Theo Fleury will be on. He's uh, inducted into the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. More on Eskimos camp. Edmonton Prospects pitcher Eric Zabrowski. He was just drafted by the San Diego Padres this week. He's from St. Albert. And I think I might be uh, joining Reed as well to talk about the Capitals. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the way it goes. <laughs> well, would you want to talk about the Capitals? Oh, you know. I'll just have to keep my information to myself with Reed. I guess that's how it's going to work. Uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Kyle Morris, followed by the 630 Afternoon News with Jalen I and Andrew Gross, who I believe are still on holidays. Is it still Chris Sheets uh, this week, or who's in there today? I think it might be Brad Whisker hosting today. All right, there we go. Thank you for that. Uh, everybody have a terrific weekend. Uh, Brendan, uh, enjoy it. Your guys got it done. Hopefully next year, we're talking about a team closer to Edmonton. Or let's rephrase that. How about Edmonton making a big run? Let's get her done. Have a trick for a weekend, everybody. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.